You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America, on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show. And by the grace of God, it is finally Friday. And, uh, of course, that means a break for you. All you have to do is work your second and third jobs to pay the bills and uh, deal with uh, Joe Biden's uh, inflation. Although, what, the uh, the economy grew yesterday. Two words, two words for you. Revised down. That'll happen. They'll be revised down. They always are revised down uh, because uh, the economy sucks. And it has sucked for about, uh, well, a couple of years now. Anyway, welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. We've got much to get to. Your phone calls, a little bit more on Iran. I'm just going to call it Iran instead of Iran. Remember that? It used to be called Iran. Then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, no, it's Iran. Iran. We must discuss Iran. Now, I'm going to call them Iran. That's what I'm going to call uh, Iran until the mullahs have their butts kicked. I want to mention something real quick. Uh, Halloween is coming up, and uh, you know this is tough for me because uh, my kids, my daughter's 18, my son's 23. And uh, I loved having little kids. I, I had the most fun. I was the best dad in the world. I you know, decorated the house. We'd have a smog machine and everything for Halloween and the whole deal. This is the first year <clears throat> we haven't really gone all out on the Halloween. I'm going to put out some decorations this weekend. I went and bought candy yesterday. And my wife got mad at me because I always buy too much candy. So I bought a 200-piece fun-size thingy. And then I got a box of the big candy because when I was a little kid, we were pretty poor. And I remember going into Neola, Iowa, where I grew up, and going trick-or-treating. And Doc Welburn, I know this sounds so old-timey, it's like the Waltons. Doc Welburn was the town veterinarian. He made money. And, and you'd give uh, big candy bars from Doc Welburn because he had money. And I'm not saying I have a lot of money. But I remember what it meant to me as a kid to get a whole-size candy bar. Now, that was wonderful back then. Really bad right now. Because uh, I never uh, ate sweets before. I always said that if uh, dessert were made of meat, I would eat dessert. And uh, I stopped drinking a couple years ago. And uh, for those of you who have quit drinking, be ready for the sugar addiction. Okay? And I've, I've managed to do well with it. Okay? I really thought, like in the past, I'd go out buy a big bowl of candy, have it here. My wife would get mad at me. She's like, why did you buy the damn candy so early? Because we're going to eat the damn candy and you're going to have to buy more candy. And it used to be that way. I'd have to go buy more candy. Because my kids and my wife would eat the candy. Well, yesterday, I lost track at 13 fun-sized Baby Ruth and Butterfinger and Crunch Bar. I, I don't remember after that. I, I don't remember much after that. I just I woke up this morning on the couch and there were candy wrappers everywhere. Just to, just yeah, just be ready for it. Just be ready for it. So I might have to put it under lock and key. And and, and now I'm the guy who's going to cause us to have to buy more candy for Halloween. <laughs> we don't have any our neighbor. You know, and another thing that really stinks is they do these. Oh, it's trunk or treat. Oh, it's trunk or treat. You know, when I was a little kid, to try to scare the crap out of you, tell you there were needles and razors in your candy. That never happened. People would literally go to a hospital with their candy x-rayed. It was stupid. It never happened. But now they're doing the trunk or treat. So you can go to the elementary school, and mom and dad can back their car in there, raise the trunk, and have the candy in it. And that's all great and everything. But no. No. You go door to door, and you say trick or treat, and you give candy to the good kids, and you don't give good candy to the bad kids, and there you go. That's how it works in America. By gosh in heaven. Let's go to uh, Sean in Live Oak. He's got uh, some comments on this Friday. You'll be the first caller of this hour, Sean. Go right ahead. Uh, greetings from West Libertadia. <laughs> yes. What's up? Yeah. Uh, I sent you a, a, a link from the source material on this. 
And in Islam, there's this concept of takiyah, which is sacred or divine deceit, where you are allowed to deceive the infidel if it causes the it increases the cause of Islam. Of course. And this is the thing that makes uh, a radical Islamist hard to tell from a moderate because they pose as a moderate. Yeah, well, you know what? It's exactly what Democrats do. I'm not kidding. Yeah. yeah. They change the language. Democrats, what they do is instead of saying they want babies to be aborted until birth, they just say, I'm pro-choice. You know, that's what they do. Yeah. And, and the Islamists, radical Islamists, just lie. They lie. It is, Which is what Democrats do. Yeah, and uh, especially with Hamas right now saying how well they're treating their hostages. Yes, exactly. Oh, and yeah, Sean, uh, let's remind everyone that Hamas killed 30 Americans, and not only killed them, most probably raped and murdered and burned them to death. Americans, and they're holding 10 of our people hostage right now. So for those of you who want a humanitarian pause, uh, you can stick it. Go ahead, Sean. Yeah, well, that, that's the thing that... Uh when I uh, found out about this concept of Dakia, that's the thing that really bothered me about. Now, how how do I deal with someone that considers it sacred and divine to deceive me? Well, you uh, you find the uh, truth about this. You don't. Uh, you refuse to be uh, gaslit about these people, and uh, and I will do that every day on this radio show because I will expose them, and and I will tell the truth, and I will not be told that my thoughts are disinformation and misinformation, which is a tactic of the left. I'm not afraid to say that Rashida Tlaib is a radical Islamist. Everything that she has done in her life, everything that she has said about the Jewish state and uh, and versus Palestine points to the fact that she is an anti-Semitic, uh, radical Islamist, Sean. So I will do my very best to uh, point that out on the air. Thanks for the call, bro. I got to run. Uh, Joe Biden's White House has no, no plans to revoke the visas of those foreign students engaged in demonstrations across United States college campuses in defense of the Islamic terrorist organization Hamas. I don't know if you knew this, but you know, the remember that, what was that day? That Gosh darn day, was it October the 14th? No, is it January? The, what that kind of September the 11th. It was. I knew. I knew something about this. September the 11th of 2001. Uh, some planes were thrown pl- flown into uh, the World Trade Center, uh, into a field in Shanksville, Pennsylvania, and into the Pentagon. And they were all flown by uh, radical Islamic students who overstayed their visas. So there's that. Uh, after a number of Republicans urged State Department uh, to revoke the uh, the visas of those who hold them. Uh, John Kirby says they will not do so. So I wanted you to know that. There's a lot of reasons why you should really, really, really suspect this administration and know that uh, we have enemies from within. This is Eric Schmidt. He is the former AG of the state of, uh, of Missouri and now a senator. All the Obama people are still very much a part of Biden's world. And so this plan footsie with Iran on, you know, reengaging on a nuclear deal, you got to put that in historical context. Barack Obama sent pallets of cash. Uh, President Trump came in, he cut all that off. Iran was broke, Hamas was broke, there were the Abraham Accords, peace yeah. was flourishing in the Middle East. It was. And then the Democrats and Joe Biden's obsession there were no with- travel. There were no travel warnings for American citizens. Now there are. Look at the map. 
There are thousands of locations. Our State Department is saying you shouldn't go. With Iran took over again. Oh, wow. So you got the $6 billion, of course, that was going to be released recently. Yeah. Um, they are not enforcing any of the, uh, the oil sanctions. They could be doing that right now. Yeah. Iran is flush with cash, which means yeah. Hamas is flush with cash. Yeah. Joe Biden came in, released $300-plus million of the Palestinian Authority when he came in. That was cut off during the Trump administration. So what does all that mean? It means that they've got a lot of money to do terrible things. Yeah, and, uh, and some of us in our government allowed that to happen intentionally. Yeah, 1,000% intentionally. They even put down or didn't assist with Iran's green revolution that would have possibly overthrown the mullahs. That happened when Barack Obama was the president. It's like he's almost on the side of radical Islam or something. I don't know. We, we heard that somewhere before, and we were told that was a lie, and we were awful for even having the thought. But uh, there's that. Okay, so I don't know if you knew this, but buying a home now is 52% more expensive than renting one. So if you're in a home, well, you know, good for you. If you're in a home at a, at a, great, uh, a great rate, great. If you expected your home to uh, carry you through retirement, you might want to reconsider. I don't know where you are, but uh, right now, uh, mortgage rates approaching 8%. Fixed rate, about 7.6. Monthly mortgage rates have gone through the ceiling. A lot of homes are being bought up. If you expected to use your home for retirement, if you expected to use the equity in your home, you might want to reconsider, I don't know, doing something else with your money. Keeping the home, not, not giving that up, but maybe taking some liquid cash and making it into uh, precious metals. Maybe investing in precious metals. For a few years, for the short term, or even the long term, there's only one place I would go for that. I'd go to Swiss America. They have an A-plus rating for the Better Business Bureau. They've been in business for 30 years with the same CEO. Thank you very much. So you know they're going to be there when you need it. You get this secret war on cash. It's a, it's a pamphlet about the government's plans to digitize the currency. It's happening all over the world. They want it to happen here. So you need to consider having gold or other, other precious metals in your portfolio. Here's the number if you want to get the secret war on cash. Learn about this. Write this down. Ready? Here you go. 800-289-2646. 800-289-2646. You just mentioned my name, Carson. You're going to get the secret war on cash free. Mention Rob Carson when you call or text. 800-289-2646 or go to SwissAmerica.com slash Carson. Message and data rates may apply. Uh, not only did Democrats back an insurrection in the United States Capitol in support of Hamas last week, Joe Biden's administration hired Robert Malley as the special envoy to Iran. He has uh, ties to Hamas. His security clearance has been revoked. Malley's top aide, Ariana Tabatiba, is an Iranian operative who worked on the Iranian government propaganda network, the, I'll say, Iran's Expert Initiative, where she is currently deployed as a top policy advisor in the DOD. I know this sounds a little uh, complicated, but here is, or here is uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene explaining who Robert O'Malley is. As stated in your testimony, Robert O'Malley. At least two of the people on the foreign ministries list were or, were, or became top aides to Robert Malley, the Biden administration's special envoy on Iran. Mr. Greenway, isn't it true that Iran has succeeded in obtaining unprecedented access to and influence over the U.S. administration's policy towards Iran? It would appear so. It's in a, a yeah. twist of irony. We've The Biden administration has employed those under the control or influence of Iran to negotiate with Iran. 
Isn't it true that at least three people selected by the Islamic Republic's foreign ministry were senior aides to Robert Malley, the Biden administration's special envoy on Iran? At least three, and he was pulled from his former position because of his relationship with Hamas. And that's why he lost his security clearance. Is that correct? Insofar as we know. Yeah, yeah. By the way, the uh, squad members are refusing to condemn the attack, the barbaric attack that left 1,400 Jews dead. AOC, Ilhan Omar, Rashida Tlaib, Jamal Bowman, Summer Lee, Cori Bush, who's a mental midget, all are refusing to condemn the wholesale slaughter of innocents in Israel on October the 7th. What does that say to you about those people? Yeah, exactly. Here's a little bit more from uh, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene uh, talking to an Iranian expat with regard to what's going on in Iran and uh, how freedom could have actually been there, but America squashed it. Masali Najad. I'm sorry if I mispronounced that. Don't worry, I'm used to it. People butcher my name. <laughs> it's okay. Mine too. As an Iranian-American and someone who has been directly targeted by the regime, what do you make of the allegations surrounding Mr. Mali and others implicated in the Iran Experts Initiative? Um, it broke Iranians' heart because we believe that when it comes to equality, freedom, doesn't matter whether you're a Republican or Democrat, you have to sh support the voice of Iranian people. He downplayed our cause and he yeah. said that the Iranian people want. They did the same thing in Cuba, by the way. There was a, a massive revolution, anti communist revolution. The United States didn't help it and they were able to, the communists were able to kill it. Reform and respect from the government. Just a year As ago, a couple I years ago. Something yeah. about Arian, about Tabai, while people in Iran were against the Islamic Republic and wanting to have an end for this regime, she came out publicly saying that. Don't take it, uh, Iranians outside serious when they say we want regime change because protesting became part of Iranians' culture and this is going to go away. There you go. They did that with the Iranian Green Revolution when Barack Obama was the president. We could have freedom there. If, if Donald Trump was still the president, we could have uh, uh, the entire Middle East be at peace. But what do we got now? Welcome back, Carter. Even worse, though. Let's take a break and come back. This, my friends, is The Rob Carson Show. So let me get this right. You've got a uh, party in power right now, the Democrat Party, who uh, is doing its level best to forget 10-7 in Israel when unarmed citizens were slaughtered wholesale by people with, uh, with assault weapons. And uh, a uh, person in Maine who should have been stopped from having those weapons committed a, a, a massive a mass murder and injury uh, spree, even though he had been uh, uh, institutionalized, even even though he had tried to and threatened to shoot up a military installation. And yet, with all of that, the Democrat Party wants to get rid of guns. They, they want to go after assault weapons. So uh, thousands of people with assault weapons went in and slaughtered unarmed innocent civilians in Israel, had no defense whatsoever or very little. Then a madman in Maine is allowed to keep his guns, even though everybody said that he was a threat. And because of that... The legal gun owners of America who are responsible need to have their guns taken away. This is Kamala Harris, who is an idiot. In Australia, talk, or I should say, talking to the, uh, the premier or whatever they are in Australia about how we really need Australian gun control. Now, what did Australia do? Well, they did a mandatory buyback, which was a confiscation. What they did was, uh, you, uh, we want to buy your guns back from you. 
and you have no choice. There you go. That's what they did. They said, give us your guns, we'll give you some money, and we'll just call that a gun buyback. Once again, routine gatherings, this time at a bowling alley and a restaurant, have been turned into scenes of horrific... Why didn't she say anything about uh, 10-7? Why didn't she say anything about uh, people need to arm themselves because our southern border is wide open and people are coming in from the Middle East and being unvetted and people on the terrorist watch list? Why isn't Shea saying that we need to have those guns so we can protect ourselves? Carnage. Doug and I mourn for those who were killed. We pray for those who were injured. Do you really? And grieve with so many... I doubt ...whose lives are forever changed. Sure. And impacted by what happened. But enough about them. Let's make this political. The Biden-Harris administration will continue to provide full support to local authorities. And as we gather details, we must continue to speak truth. I think every second she talks, it takes minutes off your life. I am sorry for shortening your lives. About the moment we are in. In our country today, the leading cause of death. Yes. Of American children is gun violence. Yeah, and it's never assault weapons. It's always handguns in places like Chicago that's run by Democrats. Gun violence has terrorized and traumatized so many of our communities in this country. Yeah. yeah. And let us be clear. Uh Uh-huh. It does not have to be this way. As our friends in Australia... I've demonstrated. Oh, yeah. Well, you know what? Australia can suck it because we're never going to do what Australia did. So you can hold them up in high regard and all that. It's not going to work. It's it's not going to work. This is Dana Lash talking about uh, efforts at gun control. Australia. And if I think if we're going to talk about the criminal usage of firearms uh, against innocents, then it's unfair for us to omit the defensive gun usages that take place every single year. That You know, the uh, main shootings? Uh, as many shootings happened in Chicago last weekend. Far outpaced criminal usage. In fact, Jesse, uh, it's so blatant that the CDC was colluding with gun control groups. There are emailed receipts of this. This was wow. just within, this was one of the biggest stories of last year, colluding with gun control groups to actually remove those defensive gun usage numbers, uh, not just from their website, but also from any surveys that they were releasing because according to what the gun control lobby said in their emails to CDC officials, it undermined, Jesse, their narrative for confiscation and pushing wow. further gun control. That's kind of weird because you know who some of the biggest gun buyers the last few weeks have been? Jews. Oh, what? Yeah, yeah, a lot of Jewish people buying guns. So, your government doesn't want Jewish people to arm themselves after this disaster, and they're using uh, a madman in Maine they should have been able to stop before he did what he did as a reason to get rid of the guns that would protect people from the people streaming across the southern border the millions of people allowed to get into this country and now we see that they exist in this country on campuses and in major cities and they are saying what they want to do they are saying from the river to the sea palestine will be free they are saying that they want to end the jewish state they are saying that they want to wipe israel off the map uh, then I also said, you heard, there are people very, very left of center, pro-Iran in the American government. I mean, are you putting two and two together yet? You should be, honestly. Yeah. Uh, but we know this now, and I'm here to tell you about it. My buddy Shannon Burke, absolutely her- hilarious, spot on on political pundit and entertainer, joins us next. Don't go anywhere.
Ladies and gentlemen, we have a special guest on the Newsmax Hotline. He had an androgynous name before it was fashionable. He is just like Rob Carson, but cool. And he joins us on the Newsmax Hotline. It's Shannon Burke. How you doing, sir? I love the androgynous name before it was cool. I'm going to use that. <laughs> Shannon. So let me ask you this, Shannon, because my daughter has complained about her name. Her name is Avery, which I thought was great. When you were when you were growing up, did you ever go, Mom, Dad, uh, Shannon? I mean, what, what the what? Any of that? Yeah, I did. Uh, <laughs> and it's my middle name. All my siblings, except for one, use their middle names. That's another weird thing. My parents. Uh, they assured me that I was named after a river in Ireland. Uh, a river uh, in Ireland. All right, there you go, there you go. So, uh, well, yep. first of all, I want to I want to welcome you back. I know I won't get into it. You've had some uh, rough spots in your life the last uh, few uh, months or so, and I just want to wish you the best. It's a pleasure to have you back on. But Thank uh, you. how are you? Is war going on? Are we, I think we're in World War III. I swear to God, it is. Um, it's remarkable. What I the, the the biggest thing that I have is that they ten seven was nine eleven. All right, ten seven was nine eleven. We heard the most horrific stories of barbaric, uh, barbaric acts committed by uh, Hamas, and the left uh, around the world, I, I believe, has had these uh, protests uh, locked and loaded. They looked at the uh, this uh, faux incident of uh, this hospital bombing in Gaza as the trigger for the uh, worldwide anti-Jewish crusade that is going on. Uh, they lied. It's kind of like the same modus operandi. January the 6th. I know I'm not supposed to say that, but the media painted that into something that it never was. There was never any damage inside the Capitol and no police died, although two uh, Capitol protesters were murdered. But uh, but when you see this, Shannon, uh, the worldwide anti-Semitic protests ready to go the day after a hospital bombing, what do you have to say about that and what do you think we ought to do about it? I think it's pretty deplorable. I think it's interesting uh, first of all, I've always been bewildered by why so many American Jews are progressives and vote Democratic. And I think many of them are in dismay right now when, you know, they look at their their, uh, their friends, their, their, who they consider to be good people, who are progressives. Uh, now they've turned on them in the, in, the, uh, in the eyes of the Jewish people because, you know, they're rooting along with the Palestinians and uh, they don't believe that uh, some of them don't believe that the attack happened. Others don't believe there are hostages. Uh, I had I really had no idea the height of anti-Semitism in this country until this event. It is despicable. Well, it is. Um, it's not the American people because the American people. If you look at uh, polling, the American people behind this, and I said this on day one. This is a small percentage of people that have been planted. They are as inorganic as the Antifa and Black Lives Matter protests. They looked for George Floyd's murder. That was the trigger for the mayhem and destruction of 2020. That was based on a lie too, Shannon. So we're seeing the same modus operandi, except for this. I feel is much more dangerous because there's a history of this and at least six million people ended up dead because of it right uh, I don't I'm, I'm shocked by it quite frankly uh, and it is I mean we used to see the, the footage out of Tulane on the campus there there literally there is a there is a there's an Israel versus Hamas a war going on in the states and in some places mainly on America's college campuses uh, you know which is going to seriously affect their bottom line next year when they don't have the big fat donors anymore who will pull the money out of there. There is a backlash, but I, I, I do, uh, you know, I had not considered that this was pre-planned. 
are ready to go, but uh, it does seem like it. Absolutely. Well, Shannon, think about this. Think about what it would take, okay? Think about what it would take to get, I don't know, we want to do a rally in the center of whatever. We need to get a permit. We need to do all of this. We need to get the word out to everybody. And yet the day after the foe, the fake Hamas bombing, the, the, the Israel, the, you know, they said that Israel bombed the hospital. The day after, the protest started, Shannon. The day and now they're organized and they're bigger than ever and and this was already ready to go. This was already ready to go. It should be fairly obvious. Uh, uh, you know, it's not covered by that in the media, but I think about these things because it was. It's very clear this was locked and loaded. It's very clear that there are agencies on university campi that have been allowed to rise. And I think this all came about from our overcorrection after nine eleven. We were so convinced, or at least the left was so convinced, they thought the worst of Americans as they always do. They figured that after the uh, radical Islamists murdered 3,000 Americans that we would lash out against Islam. And we never did, Shannon. But you know what happened after Roe v. Wade was, re- was rescinded? 200 churches, Catholic churches, were vandalized. Uh, pro-pregnancy centers. You see what I'm talking about here? I see it. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. It's, it's locked make, and loaded. Ready to go. That's just, and that's why we just need to kick their asses. I'm, I, you know, honestly, we more than 60% of Americans support Israel, 13% support Hamas, and we just, we can't have this happen. We have to show up in numbers. We, we cannot allow them to cover their faces. They got away with the masking bullcrap during COVID. You can't yeah. go to an anti-Israeli rally, burn an Israeli flag like they tried in Tulane, and have your face covered. Bullcrap. That's illegal. Sorry. Let, let me ask you this. There's a lot of uh, folks out there, um, uh, comedian, um, uh, what's his name? What's the comedian's name the other day? Chappelle? Uh, yeah, Chappelle, who, who chastises Israel uh, uh, and, and things of that nature. They, they, uh, they, they have a certain... Uh, and I don't know why they want to be so public about it. They see the backlash about it. They're, they're public about it, and uh, they don't retract like uh, sometimes conservatives do. They'll say something, and they'll, oh, well, I didn't really. But now we've got people running around. He also said, Dave Chappelle, that people should be losing their jobs uh, because they're uh, in, in favor of Palestine. That's a to Palestine. <laughs> but when you say from the river to the sea, you're saying kill every Jew in the world. That's, that's, what, that's what that means. That's how it translates. Uh, and then, and listen, 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 hey, Shannon, dude, job. dude, you're way off base here, man. Nazis got to make a living, too. You know, Nazis <laughs> have got to make a living, too, bro. You know, Nazis right. are as affected by inflation as you and I are. So we should defend the Nazis. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, so what do you think about... Uh, oh, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I, the whole, the whole uh, uh, hospital bombing is baffling me. We were shooting to leave asking for a special investigation. Well... Meanwhile, every other uh, intelligence operation, well-respected, Israelis and, and the United States military intelligence, all tell a different story. The video tells a different story. Uh, but they want so desperately for, to, paint, to be able to paint Israel uh, with that. Uh, you know, they, they, they blew up a hospital and killed babies into it. And how do they know that 500 people died uh, uh, 30 minutes after, an hour after? I mean, they, they counted all the bodies of a collapsed hospital. Plus, you and I have all seen footage of that hospital since then. It looks fine. Dude, there was a, the reports the day after when it had already been discredited that were still online talking about eyewitness accounts of seeing body parts everywhere, children being carried, all of this. It was all a friggin' lie. Let's move on to some other stuff. I want to talk about uh, what you think about that whole Kevin McCarthy getting fired and, uh, and, uh, and the new uh, House Speaker Mike Johnson. I'd love to hear your take on this, man. I'd like to get, uh, you know, you, you think that all this anti-Israel stuff is pre-planned. I don't know if Matt Gates was a genius or not. 
He he pulls it off with eight people. He sticks up a a, a couple of uh, guys that don't make it. Jim Jordan gets is, gets in there. He fails through two votes, uh, and then uh, when we get uh, Mike Johnson, and Mike Johnson is Jim Jordan without the Jim or the Jordan. Yes, and you know the uh, the great thing, and I've been following uh, 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 Mike Johnson's um, career for the last year or two, and I've been noticing he's always like second fiddle to Jim Jordan in these hearings, but when he's given the chance to speak, he's mind-boggling. And when, when initially there were talk about uh, uh, a House speaker, I said, well, my number one choice is obvious. Donald Trump, duh, it would blow up everything. It would be so awesome. It would be gloriously chaotic. And then I thought, Byron Donalds. Byron Donalds is great. Yeah. Here's the problem. And here's my little theory. People on the inside told Byron Donald you don't want to be House Speaker because that's where people go to end their careers, not begin them. And I think, I think honestly, I think BD is on the list for uh, Donald Trump as VP. That's what I think. So that said, oh, I, I, I had... Dude, I had Mike. I had Mike Johnson as on my list. I think he was second or third, uh, and he was one. But I want you to listen to Tom Fitton. This is Tom Fitton talking about Kevin McCarthy being fired, which I said was good because he signed a contract, he broke the tenets of the contract, and he got fired. Here's I Fitton. just don't buy into uh, the whole analysis of the case that removing McCarthy was a, the wrong thing to do. The wrong thing to do is to uh, cater and kowtow to those who want to spend your money on government corruption and abuse. Yeah, and also, Shannon, I said, watch the reaction from the left. If they go crazy about Mike Johnson being an extremist, you know the right choice has been made. And so I am so satisfied that he's the dude. The, the, the rules were put in place for McCarthy because it isn't incredibly, as we've known, through past speakers, it's an incredibly powerful, or it can be uh, an incredibly powerful position. You know, you're the third in line for the presidency. You're very powerful, um, and you know, and and the conditions were put on McCarthy to live up to the things he promised to live up to, and he deliberately did not. I guess not thinking uh, that I, you know, people say, well, this is just like in, uh, just like uh, impeaching somebody, and it should be you know, uh, hallowed and, and sacred and not just thrown around everywhere. I, to my knowledge, that had been thrown around for, I don't know, a couple hundred years. Um, and, and I think it was an important move. And it got us the speaker that the, the GOP really needs. You know, the really great thing about it, Shannon, is that uh, it's the Democrats' fault. They voted in mass to vote out Kevin McCarthy because they wanted chaos. And look what they, I think it's glorious. I think it couldn't have been better that we got a, we got a mega fascist enemies of democracy election denier as the House Speaker. It's so glorious. It's so fantastic. Oh, my God, this is great. Oh, so yeah, let me ask you about. And Schiff start complaining about it and t calling him all horrible names. That's the biggest endorsement there is for this guy. I know, baby. It's fantastic. What do you think about Jamal Bowman? Now we know that Jamal Bowman literally went and took the signs off the door, op turned on the fire alarm to interrupt an, an, a, a proceeding. He's going to get fined $1,000. What do you think about that? I, I, I don't agree with him uh, working a deal with Capitol Police to get his record expunged after what he did. Yeah. Would, yeah. would, you or I would be in prison. I mean, you, 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 false, you had to evacuate a building under false pretenses. It could have been dangerous. You interrupted a proceeding, and you lied about it. You thought, I mean, I've seen the funny thing that the Babylon Bee puts up of a guy looking at a fire extinguisher on the wall, uh, like a, a bowman <laughs> looking at it and saying, is this a drinking fountain? Because <laughs> Seems to you know work for Democrats, but it's flimsy. And now he's the video that incensed me when I saw him remove those signs and then immediately pull that handle. That guy needs to be arrested. Like for uh, Shannon, that's an adult. 
That's an adult male who was a uh, 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 principal at a junior high. Principal. An adult, an adult male decided to pull a fire alarm as a as a uh, a logical, I guess, uh, way to stop a legislative proceeding. That should end his tenure in any public office. Yeah, it, it, as a principal, I'm sure he's uh, suspended or certainly maybe expelled students for doing the very same thing and he knew it exactly yeah. it would work it's like a kid who didn't want to take his math test that's exactly what he was doing yeah you know the other day i was in a public bathroom at planet fitness and uh, set off the fire alarm i thought it was a hand dryer i don't know what the hell is going on <laughs> I mean, what the hell i don't know what they're doing uh, you setting off a, a, a hair dryer thinking it was a or setting up a fire extinguisher? Are you being in a Planet Fitness, Rob? Quite frankly. I, uh, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. Get the cheap shot. I'll show <laughs> you. Show up in the gym sometime, you whippersnapper. Uh, you know, and also, I was on a plane coming back from uh, from uh, New Hampshire the other day, and I accidentally opened the uh, the uh, the escape door from the exit row because I thought I was calling the stewardess for more peanuts. I mean, this is how that happens. I can see what. Let me ask you this, Shannon. Uh, uh, are you are you an NFL player uh, follower? Are you you big? Oh, uh, yes, uh, I am. Dallas Cowboys. Dude, it, it, it is Dallas. Okay, all right. Because you live in Florida. No, I, I was born and raised in Dallas, and at some point in my life, I was Drew Pearson's paper boy. I threw the Dallas Times Herald as a child, and he lived down the street. <laughs> That is fantastic. <laughs> True story. Um, that's that's fantastic. That's what do you? Probably more fame than my flimsy talk radio job. <laughs> oh my God! Of course, I mean by far. Uh, but anyway, but let me ask you this: You know, uh, I live in Kansas City. Um, I I don't know. I just mentioned real quick that I've lived here for eight years. We've had three Super Bowl appearances, two victories, and a World Series win. Other than that, nothing to talk about. Uh, uh, have you been paying attention to this Travis Kelsey Taylor Swift thing and its impact on the game and bringing in this audience? And I know everybody hates it. I know everybody hates it. I hate Travis Kelsey because he's a multi multimillionaire, and every night he gets home and 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 she's sitting there on the couch. That's why I hate him. But what are your thoughts on on this this kind of amalgamation between pop culture and and uh, the NFL? Is it is it beneficial or is it stupid or what? I think it's a setup. I think it's uh, a setup thing that to maybe bring you know the guy's doing uh, Pfizer ads. He's a Pfizer. Oh, that's ad. true. Yeah, Bud Light. I mean, he couldn't be any more wrong than he is. And you pair him up with the biggest pop star in the world, officially now a billionaire, and uh, I don't know. It brings it brings viewers to the game who might not watch the game. Um, it brings more people to uh, to introduce her to introduce to Taylor Swift. If you don't know her, could live living under a, a rock. I don't know. It, it reminds me of the Tony Romo. Who's the girl with Tony Romo dated? Jessica oh, Simpson, the Tony Romo. Oh. She showed up at the games, and every time she did, Tony Romo sucked so bad that the fans booed when she when they saw her there. But Travis is doing okay for now. Well, Shannon, I uh, we got to wrap things up here. Uh, my son, I, I actually encourage the drinking game when they show a picture of Taylor Swift. You drink, and I nearly killed him last weekend. Shannon Burke, <laughs> I appreciate you, bro. Where can people find you on social media? Where can they listen to you as well? Go. Uh, Florida Man Radio. We have an app in your app store, Florida Man Radio or FloridaManRadio.com. We're on in Orlando and Ocala and Fort Walton Beach. All right, bro. You take care of yourself. God bless you. Let's uh, take Bob, a break. It's the Rob Carson Show. You bet. You bet. We live in uh, strange times. I want to thank Shannon Burke for being on the show. Uh, the Florida Man Radio is what he's on. He's uh, one of the funniest people I've ever known, one of the uh, best uh, talk show hosts I've ever known. Uh, we do live in strange times. We do live in strange times where thousands of uh, drugstores are going out of business because they've been robbed blind. 
Uh, we live in a strange world where we've got uh, two war fronts going on in the world. We live in strange times where just two years ago we couldn't get uh, ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine because the governor wouldn't or the government wouldn't allow your doctor to prescribe that. That's where the wellness company comes in. They actually created this medical emergency kit for you and your family. Life-saving medications, including ivermectin and z I got mine right here. Right here. There it is. I just got it in the mail. In this medical emergency pack, I have amoxicillin, which is amazing for things like strep throat. I had strep throat when I was 30. I had a heart attack because I had strep throat. I'm not kidding. I'll get into it later. But I did. It's terrible. You got uh, Zithro in here, which I, is always on a shortage whenever there's something happening in the country. My kids had bird flu like 10 years ago. Couldn't find it. All of these are available, and all you got to do is go online to the wellness company and answer a questionnaire about you and your family with regard to medical needs, restrictions, whatever. They will design an emergency kit for you, and you need this now. You need it now. All the nonsense is going on in New York and college campuses around the country. You better be prepared because things are getting really bad and really weird, and you've got to stay focused. So here's the website. You save 10% if you mention my name, Carson. TWC Health slash Carson. TWC Health. TWC dot health slash Carson. That's it. You get this incredible wellness company medical emergency kit. You can keep it in your house just in case. Again, here it is, twc.health slash Carson. Use the name Carson to save the money. It's, it's very, 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 very important. One of the reasons why I know that uh, Mike Johnson was the right choice for House Speaker is the reaction from rhinos, uh, from people who otherwise were good conservatives in good standing before Donald Trump became a candidate and drove them insane. People like uh, Charlie Sykes, who uh, is a talk radio host from Milwaukee. This is, this is not rocket science. Uh, this is now a full MAGA house. And whether it was exhaustion or a lack of courage or a lack of imagination, um, you know, you had the entire Republican Party basically now lining up behind a super uber Trumpy speaker, which seems to be the story of the last seven years. Yeah. And here's one of the reasons why they hate him. This is Mike Johnson just a couple months ago. They're panicked because it's impossible to cover up the inescapable conclusions of the last few weeks. Let me give you two of them. First, one, the hard evidence, Mr. Goldman and everybody else now proves that the Biden family is hopelessly corrupt and has apparently engaged in a long pattern of extortion, bribery, influence peddling, and tax fraud, and Uh-oh. staggering abuses of power. And number two, we're highlighting here today that we now know that a growing list of the most important executive branch agencies of the Biden administration are in on it. There you go. That's why they hate him. He's going to go to town on Joe Biden. Let's take a break and come back. This is The Rob Carson Show. Is the Rob Carson Show. And by the grace of God, it is finally Friday. I hope that you've had a uh, good week. It's been another uh, just unbelievably uh, difficult week to digest the news. I mentioned last night on uh, Twitter, you know, one of the things I do is I write comedy, and there are days that uh, comedy is appropriate, and there are days that comedy is not. So I do apologize if uh, occasionally we get a little serious here, but we live in serious times. I'd, I'd written down a couple of things here um, uh, during the show this morning. Um, I like to kind of distill thoughts and uh, and what's going on in the world. You know, I I, uh, said after the hospital bombing that supposedly Israel perpetrated that was a lie, I said that these these, uh, protests around the country are not organic. They were locked and loaded. It should be very obvious to anyone 
anyone, if you know anything about organizing people or uh, holding protests, uh, uh, it was very obvious this is all a planned movement. It is weighted and, and radical Islam. They hide until their opportunity. <clears throat> they use the, uh, the hospital bombing, which was a lie, as a trigger. Kind of like they did with January the 6th. Yeah, they did the same thing. No, exactly the same damn thing. Exact same thing. It was based on a lie. The reaction to it was a lie. There was no damage to the interior of the Capitol. There were no police officers killed. But they've used it ever since to go against Trump supporters. It should be fairly obvious to anyone paying attention. It really doesn't. I'm not a genius or anything. I just pay attention and I have common sense. Common sense and live experience. Here's my latest thought. Our response, or I should say the government's response, the Biden administration's response to thousands of armed terrorists killing, raping, beheading thousands of Israelis is to disarm our citizens because of an armed madman who was allowed to do what he did because the authorities failed. See, yeah, our response to thousands of armed terrorists killing thousands of Israelis is to disarm our citizens because of an armed madman in Maine. This as anti-Semitic protests are occurring around the country and Jews are arming themselves. You put two and two together. You put two and two together. When we've got people like Ilhan Omar in, concert, in, in Congress, you put the two and two together. It doesn't take a whole lot. That's like, uh, I mean, like Joe Biden level math. Let's go to Michelle in Baltimore. She's been holding for a while. Michelle, I apologize for that. Welcome to the show. No problem. I was listening to you. I like that Joe Biden math. That was cute. So oh, I, I was, yeah, so it's cool. Be cute. That's what I want to do, Michelle. I want to be cute. <laughs> be cute. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing you at that thing that you're doing in November with uh, yes. your son. Anyway. Go ahead. That's so right. I, I, I had a practical solution to making a difference regarding these demonstrations that are taking place on, on college campuses. I mean, I just did this myself. We, your listeners, most of them, I mean, I saw them at that the thing that you had at uh, that hotel. Sometimes. In Baltimore, yes. Yeah. At least college age, they're, you know, and who hasn't been to college this, in their lifetime at this point? So I would say if you're currently in college, if you finish college, uh, every school has a, an alumni office. You called up the school and you tell them, um, you want me to send you donations? You know, I'm not going to do that when I hear that students have to barricade themselves in, in a library someplace because you don't have any any security on hand to stop this. You know, yes. and specifically the Cooper Union, you know, are they going to come out with a statement saying that they deplore what happened and they've taken measures to see to it that that student, I mean, what school doesn't have college, doesn't have uh, um, photography there? You know, yeah. areas. We're going to identify those students and we're going to send them notices that we're going to expel them. Uh, you want my support? For your school, hey, listen, I'm a professional. I'm going to be able to support your school, you know, from my career, which I got from your school. So, um, but I, I have to see some change in, in how you, you treat, uh, quote unquote, endangered species. Now, Michelle, the, the thing is, we've always kind of laughed. People have laughed. They send their kids off to college and they come home as America hating leftists. We have no, there is no expectation, there should be no expectation that we send our children off to higher education and we pay them. There should be no expectation that they are going to be exposed to leftist, leftist dogma uh, that does not benefit their career, that only makes them into radicals. We need to finally defund higher education. I'm 
I'm telling you, I went to college, Michelle. I went for four years. There were positives and negatives. My advisor kept me four and a half years in college. I wanted to be out in three and a half. Uh, you know, and, and I think that college is good for a lot of people, but if it strays into pure political nonsense, those departments need to be defunded. Those universities need to lose their funding and their donations. So I'm with you a thousandfold, and Michelle. And look at all of those academics who have made horrible statements about Jews in their classrooms. They need to be expunged. Exactly. Thanks. Thanks for Thank you. Yeah. I'm with you. Thanks for the phone call. You know, here, here's the thing. This is why academia uh, is so left of center. A, they don't have to compete. They can go to college. They can, they can become academics. They can get tenure. They can do anything. And sit on their asses. They can espouse whatever they want. So you need to get rid of tenure, which is a joke from the get-go. And then, uh, and then also you need to uh, focus on getting kids ready to work. And, and this is enough is enough is enough. It's not a punchline anymore. It's always been kind of, oh, you know, my kid came home. He hated everybody, you know, and all that. I did a parody. Let me see if I can find this. Hold on one second. I got to play this for you. Hold on, hold on. This is a parody that I did a couple years ago with my kids. Let me see if I still have it. Uh, let me see. Let me see. Oh, here it is here. Listen to this. This is a parody that I did, I think, three or four years ago that features my kids around the holiday season. Check it out. This holiday season, the Hallmark Channel has a special presentation. Our kids' first Christmas back from college. And thank you for all of our blessings. Me. Amen. Amen. Excuse me. Why isn't it a women? Honey, this has nothing to do with sex. What a typically male, cisgendered thing to say. It's my daughter. Wait, wait, wait. I'm a what? I'll bet Native Americans aren't thankful for this. My son. While you've been working to pay for your kid's college, <laughs> radical professors have been working on turning your kid into a raging, politically correct activist. Isn't our tree pretty? And the presents. My wife. My wife. Yeah, it's a shrine to our capitalist consumer culture. While they should be learning skills for their careers, your kids are really learning to be community organizers. Hi, kids. Dad's home after a long, hard day at work. Cross your legs, Dad. Your white privilege is showing. <laughs> what the hell happened to you? Our kids' first Christmas back from college. Some turkey for you, dear? Yeah, right, with a side of animal cruelty. Our kids' first Christmas back from college. This Christmas on... Hey, not everyone celebrates Christmas. Oh, yeah, sorry. This non-denominational, cruelty-free, non-binary holiday season on... The Hallmark Channel. There you go. That's what I did with my uh, my kids a few years ago to uh, make fun of what's really happening in the country. And you know what? <clears throat> it's time to say uh, no. It's time to give the kids a spanking. A much, much delayed spanking, I think, is definitely in order. Faux show. Let's talk about Jamal Bowman. This is Jim Gossett, by the way, in case you didn't know. That fire alarm. Jamal Bowman said, I'm going to do the low part. He broke the law. Coming up. Cause it posed a threat. Dan Aykroyd, right here. He pled guilty. Uh, we'll uh, have to pay a fine. Da -da -da -da. When we all know. Here we go. He should be doing time. Jamal Bowman. He's a low man. He has no soul man. Jamal Bowman. By mistake, his made-up story. It is a total fake. The GOP, they cannot give in. Send Jamal packing 
or he'll do it again. Here we go. Jump on board. They should know, man. He needs to go, man. Jump on board, man. So, uh, newly released footage confirms Representative Jamal Bowman threw emergency warning signs to the ground before pulling a house uh, office fire alarm as uh, in September. So, the footage showed him fleeing the scene immediately after pulling the alarm without opening, without attempting to open the door. It's a lie. He lied, of course. He insisted he was trying to make a vote in the Capitol before it closed. However, Republicans have alleged Bowman intended to shut down the Capitol to delay the vote, which people are rotting in prison without a trial for in Washington, D.C., giving senators more time to construct a government spending bill more palatable to Democrats. Bowman said, I I don't know why this has gotten so much attention. I was literally just in a rush to go home. That's all it was. The video clearly contradicts Bowman's claim with Bowman at no point trying to access the door after pulling the alarm and going past police. This is an adult male with a position of authority. This is Jamal Bowman being asked by reporters and ignoring the questions. The son of a bee ought to be kicked out of office. How do you feel? Uh, feel good. You know, feel good. You know, one step closer to getting this behind me and yeah. focusing no. on the work for the district. No. You're now a congressman, sitting congressman who's been charged with a crime. Yeah, I mean, it, it sucks, right? But you Why'd know, you lie about I did it? something and got to take responsibility for it. Like You're not I taking did. responsibility now, for it. It's time to move on. Keep getting to work. Oh, yeah, move you on. fight back if you think that Isn't you're... Isn't it amazing? If you get in trouble, you, you can try to put it behind you. Wouldn't it be amazing if you just told a judge you're sitting in front of a judge, I really want to put this behind me. You know, I'm not going to answer any questions. Why didn't you fight this charge? What are you talking about? Why didn't you just tell oh, them I didn't God. do it? And why are you charging me? I didn't do it on purpose. Why didn't you fight it? Listen, you know, I pulled the fire alarm. And um, I did not do it to disrupt a court proceeding. Like, no, you did. You're just, now you're lying again. I said I was trying to get out the door. I was rushing to. <laughs> so a you're li- lying again. Both. Um, I'm thankful that you know we have an agreement in place. I'm thankful in three months it's going to be dismissed. I'm thankful for the uh, the uh, two tiered system of justice. And now let's move on. Do you, do you Should you be censured? Huh? Do you regret that? Again, like I said before, I regret you know having to, you know, capital police resources needing to be used to respond to that. I'm glad no one was hurt, seriously. Um, And so, (laughs) you were happy to have it behind You were were about seven capital police officers and didn't tell them what happened. Mm -hmm. What do you have to say about that? Exactly what I said in my statement and exactly what the statement of fact said. I was in a rush to get to a vote to avoid a government shutdown. He's still lying again. I mean, honestly, there you go, there you go. Right there, lies up to the very, until yesterday he's lying about it. Filthy, rotten. It just, oh, 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 really kind of ticks me off. And you should be ticked off, too. You are told you have to be accountable for every damn thing in your life. You can't, you can't skate. You can't get away with stuff that's illegal. You can't get any of that. And here they are. I'm just so done. I'm done with these let-them-eat-cake liberals and the Uniparty in Washington, D.C. And that's what they can do. It, it really is. I'm just bloody tired of it. I think America is damn tired of it. Uh, it is It is ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. <sighs> uh, this, is, uh, this is something I, I wanted to mention because I haven't said this again. Um, I said a few, about a week ago, I said, I said, we need to stay as focused as the founders. 
meaning that the founders uh, went through trials, tribulations, um, starvation, uh, injury, uh, battles, attacks, uh, and they stay focused on creating the greatest engine of individual, individual and economic freedom in the history of mankind. And right now, that is uh, under attack for the first time, I think, more seriously than any other time in our history. I believe this 100%. And this is what Tucker had to say about what's going on in the country. And the road from here to November of 2024 is going to be filled with developments nobody in this room could foresee. I can promise you that. Yep. So it's about to get very serious, uh, for sure. It's, you know, it's only leadership of the world at stake, which is also, by the way, we now know the most lucrative possible political franchise in human history. Oh, yeah. When you become a member of Congress, you are a CEO on a $6 trillion company. So everything's at stake. What wouldn't they do? What haven't they done? You're on the board of directors. What might they do next? Let Good. your imagination run wild. So the there question, the only one that you can answer is, how will you prepare yourself for that? Mm -hmm. And because that really is the only question. And, and I mean, I just my my answers to that in my own life, I'll tell you what I think. One, be a little bit more serious. Yes. You know, like, take this seriously. Much as you want to retreat and pretend everything is fine, sit down. It's not fine. Yeah. Okay. Stay as focused as the founders. Let's take a break and come back. This, my friends, is the Rob Carson Show. This is a teachable moment, Mr. President. This is a moment for us to say that genocide is wrong, that terrorist attacks against Jews are wrong, that threats on the lives of Jewish people anywhere, the Middle East, in this country, Europe, anywhere, is wrong. This shouldn't be hard. But we have to do it, Mr. President, so that these students and everywhere within sound of our voice can understand what right and wrong means. Now, this is uh, Josh Hawley. The Senate passed a resolution condemning anti-Semitism and pro-Hamas student groups on uh, college campuses. So now let's work on defunding them and expelling them. There you go. That's the, uh, that's the next thing we need to do. Uh, the children need to be spanked. Go work at Starbucks. They like you there. Go work at Starbucks. Forget your job in corporate America. Forget your job wherever. If you're going to espouse the uh, beliefs of uh, Hitlerian Nazis, then go work at Starbucks. Go off to Starbucks with you. Take your worthless degree and go bye-bye. Go bye-bye-bye-bye-bye. Bye-bye-bye-bye-bye. So this uh, tonight, I believe the movie Police State is streaming. You can watch it tonight at home. It's uh, Dinesh D'Souza's new movie. I think Dan Bongino has something to do with it. It's about uh, the uh, the United States government and how it has cracked down on freedom. It has cracked down on speech. Uh, it also involves January the 6th, which I said was a Reichstag moment. The day after it happened, it was very obvious. There was no damage to the interior of the Capitol. We haven't seen the videotape. I can go on and on. There was a guy named uh, Joseph Bellanos, and he went to uh, the Capitol, and he wanted to protest what he thought was a, uh, an election that, I don't know, maybe the FBI and government agencies helped to throw. And he was right. He didn't make it inside the Capitol. He walked near the Capitol. But that didn't stop the authorities from raiding this man, 69 years old at the time, and his mother, who was in her late 80s, early 90s at the time. Here's the setup. Joseph Bolanos is a New Yorker who went to Washington, D.C. on January 6th, but never went inside the Capitol. Yep. The FBI came to get you at your mom's apartment. They simultaneously went to your apartment. Yes, sir. So I had a regular doorbell camera, 
And you can see in the sequence that an FBI agent comes up, so he put a sticker over the lens of the ring camera. Covered the ring camera. What he didn't know is that the peephole on the door was also a camera. If you have a legal search warrant and you're walking into a property, why are they neutralizing the cameras? Interesting, huh? Why aren't they going after all of the Hamas protesters that entered the Capitol just about a week ago? Hmm. Yes, that Thursday, I was at my mother's house, and I get a knock on the door. Who is it? Um, JTTF or NYPD. I open it up, and I thought they were the ones that had called me. So I said, oh, is this about D.C.? And they go, yes. I said, you're the guys that called me. They go, we didn't call you. So they're not even in communication with each other. Uh -uh. Okay. Uh -huh. So I, I ask them in the whole thing. They start asking me, you know, the good cop, bad cop. Are you a member of Proud Boys? What do you use for social media? Are you BLM? I said, look, my background is law enforcement. You know, I, I've never been arrested. That's not my deal. I said, in fact, I have footage of where I was exactly. They go, you have footage? Where? Camera? Can you make us a copy? I said, sure. When you're innocent, like a lot of friends of mine said, you should have said, lawyer, lawyer. If you're innocent, you're cooperating. Go ahead. Gave him the footage and it disappeared. And here's the piece de resistance. 69-year-old Jovis Balanos' stroke was caused by the FBI ransacking his home and his mother's home. And the FBI did nothing as they were watching it happen. I was starting to feel really bad. They called an ambulance for me. The guys, suddenly the two agents, the female, but mostly the male, were totally freaked. Because I said, I really don't feel well. I don't, you know, I don't know what's going on. Well, well, we can't call you an ambulance, but you can call an ambulance. I said, I don't care who calls an ambulance. I really need an ambulance. And finally, when it showed up, the guy was totally freaked out. And I asked him for my keys. I said, can I get my keys back, please? Because you took everything. Yeah, okay, hold on. I mean, it was like suddenly I was a bad guy. Yeah, you I know, was having a stroke. It's kind of weird. Uh, we've got... Uh Anti-Jewish protests all over the country. We had this, the country ransacked and burned the summer of 2020. And now we have jackbooted thugs entering innocent people's homes to terrorize them. Very reminiscent of, I don't know what, 19 what in Germany. I'm not screwing around, guys. I'm not screwing around. We have people in our country who would follow the same orders that dictators have dictated in the past. Unbelievable. The founder of the Wellness Company coming up. Why you need emergency medicine right now. Stick around. Oh, there is always room for Metallica. Thank you very much. The other night I was in my uh, Bronco and I, I told you this is the first time I've reinforced the sound system since I my 70, 76 Dodge Aspen, my microphone just dropped, my 76 Dodge Aspen in high school and my wife likes uh, Metallica and it's the first time I'd heard Inner Sandman and it was like, oh my God, it was like rediscovering Metallica, it was amazing, it was amazing uh, and you know how music is an important part of my life. Um, we do have a special guest on the Newsmax hotline, his name is Peter Galuli, he is the CEO of the Wellness Company, a new sponsor on the program and i uh, we don't we don't interview ceos of our sponsors very ever but i think this this sponsor and this product is incredibly incredibly valuable considering the times we live in and peter galuli is on the newsmax hotline hello sir how are you today well thanks for having me and i really appreciate the metallica lead-in 
nothing like a little Metallica, right? You got to hear it every once in a while. Um, let me, you know, it's really funny, uh, Peter. I don't know how old you are, but, um, uh, you know, I, I uh, uh, stream music while I'm working out, and it's always rock. It's always hard rock. And the other day it was funny because uh, uh, Spotify decided to classify what I listen to. You know what it is, Peter? It's called Dad Rock. Did you know that? <laughs> You and I are in the same boat, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Hey, let me let me talk to you uh, about this. And the reason why, when when you guys contacted us and we contacted you, I thought, oh my god! And and it wasn't because of what happened over COVID. It was years ago. I remember my kids were little. There was an avian flu that affected children more, and you could not find ZPAC. You could not find Zithro anywhere. And finally, I had to go to a bunch of different drugstores. This is at least ten years ago, and I had to actually make the suspension myself. And that's just a minor example of how, uh, you know, all of the things that have, have, have happened in the last few years from not being able to get ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine, uh, uh, a, number of, a number of medications and whatnot, uh, considering what's happening with, with uh, pharmacies closing down by the thousands nationwide, and you came up with the wellness company and what you do with these emergency packs. Why don't you tell us about the genesis for creating this? Yeah, so we created the wellness company, Rob, coming out of covid with the intent of providing a place for medical providers to come who stood up for human right and freedom. Uh, the medical system left so many of us behind during COVID, whether it was for how they actually treated the disease or the, the toxic shots that they tried to coerce or trick us into taking uh, after the pandemic. And, and we really saw an opportunity to build a new parallel medical system that kind of focuses on preventative health and making people prepared for what's next. And that's really kind of one of the genesis ideas behind this medical emergency kit that we're offering here at the wellness company. Uh, what did you feel uh, when you were designing what is in the pack? And now I've talked about it. There's amoxicillin, which is a uh, which is an antibiotic I've used. I had strep throat. I had a very severe bout of strep when I was 30 years old. I ultimately had a heart attack. I know that's crazy. But when you have a 104 degree temperature, your heart does weird things. But tell me about some of the things that you felt and feel are necessary in the emergency pack that you guys came up with. Great question, Rob. And, and, you know, thinking back a moment ago to when you, you told the story about ZPAC, which is one of the medications that are in our, our medical emergency kit, uh, it's, it's shocking when people find out that, like many American jobs, the pharmaceutical industry has been outsourcing as well. And approximately 90% of pharmaceuticals are now made overseas. So every time there's a war or a breakout of a pandemic, which, to your point, avian flu, COVID, whatever it is, uh, what happens? Well, all these foreign countries clamp down on the medicine supply. Prices skyrocket here in the U.S. The independent Main Street pharmacy in America is now a dinosaur. It doesn't exist, basically. And we can't get the medications we need. So we looked at what are the eight kind of critical life-saving medications that every American should have in their medicine cabinet next to something like Tylenol or Advil, right? These include things like amoxicillin, which you mentioned, which was in short, was in short supply last year. They include z They include ivermectin. So it's antibiotics antivirals and antiparasitics that are in this kit and everybody it's a human right in fact i believe to have this in your home 
Well, you know, it's interesting because we have people coming across the southern border completely unscreened. We have things that are showing up in schools that have uh, previously been uh, gotten rid of. You talk about parasitic infections of other things. Uh, it is These are remarkable times, and these are, these are necessary medications. And I'll tell you, uh, when I was, um, for instance, during COVID, uh, I read about ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine immediately. I found out that uh, ivermectin uh, or hydroxychloroquine actually wiped out all of the uh, good, uh, not, most of the infections in the largest province in India, Uttar Pradesh, it wiped out COVID. Ivermectin wiped out COVID. And I remember I had to go through this clandestine, I mean, literally like, don't tell my doctor, don't tell anybody. And I had to go to a pharmacy in Florida to get ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine, which I treated my COVID with, by the way, quite successfully because I'm unvaccinated. I didn't take the vaccine because of my heart. Because of the strep, you know, and I just I, I think I think that is that it was a very uh, big lesson that for the first time, I think the government got involved in deciding what you could take to to as as a uh, as a prophylaxis or as a treatment. The government decided and they said, you can't have these. And that surely had to be one of the major things, because I know you have Dr. Peter McAuliffe involved with your company. That had to be like the moment you said, we got to do something. Absolutely. And I mean, looking back now, I hope that every American sees the pandemic for what it was, which was a blatant cash grab. Uh, So looking back at hospitals, we saw medical providers who were incentivized by the number of uh, vaccines that they gave. And the only way they were able to roll out these vaccines so quickly, I mean, think about Operation Warp Speed. I mean, who wants a drug that's been warp speeded through an approval process, right? Uh, the only way they could come up with this system was to vilify all of these perfectly effective medications like ivermectin by calling them things like horse paste. Remember that? Yes. Uh, to make people afraid to take them and feel like the only route to stay safe was this unproven gene therapy, which is what the COVID shot was. Yeah, it is uh, something I've never experienced before and that so many just said, okay, I- I've never seen anything like it before. I-, I never have seen anything like this before. What is the reaction? Oh, let me ask you this. You couldn't have had this company two years ago, could you? You would have been censored. You would have been taken down. If you would have said that you had ivermectin in your pack, they would have shut you down, wouldn't they? Absolutely. Absolutely. And look, to be honest with you, we still fight censorship today. And that's why I'm really grateful to be working with uh, media outlets like, you know, the Rob Carson show, because you guys do such a great job fighting for freedom of speech. And and it's more important now than ever. I just think it's uh, it's a damn shame what they did to us. I hope we learn something from it. How's the reaction been from the from the country? Because when I heard you were doing this, I went, oh, my God, there is a need. There is a massive need for this. But when you when you did get it all together, you did get some of the principal partners involved. You did get Dr. Peter McAuliffe and others involved in creating this. How has the reaction been since the rollout? The reaction has been beyond our wildest expectations, Rob, uh, truly. And it's taken a full spectrum of uh, people in the medical industry to even make this happen. So uh, you have to have a doctor that's actually willing and able to prescribe these kits to you. Because, look, it is a kit of medication. These are prescription products. This isn't something that you'll ever be able to find over the counter at an ordinary drugstore or, you know, an ordinary grocery store even, right? It's not an Amazon product. This is a prescription kit. So uh, that being said, anyone who buys the kit, and you can find it at twc.health slash Carson, that's not .com, .health, you'll see the medical emergency kit. 
You can purchase it just like any product online, but then there'll be a few additional questions you'll need to fill out uh, in a quick five-minute questionnaire afterwards, which will confirm your suitability. Things like yeah, exactly. weight, allergies and med- medicine allergies, all that. Uh, a doctor will then review that, issue your script, and it'll go to our partner pharmacy, who has the ability to pr- fulfill things like ivermectin, which, by the way, you still can't even get at Walgreens today. So that's, uh, it took a lot of time and effort to put together all these different pieces to make this a reality for the American people. Well, I got to tell you, uh, as I mentioned earlier, and I do mean this, we've never had a CEO of the company on, uh, but I just feel like this was important. I think this kit is really, really important. Uh, I think it's something you have to have. Listen, I, I'm not a, I'm not a prepper. I'm not a, you know, there's some, uh, they say conspiracy theorists. Actually, <laughs> a lot of the conspiracies are actually turned out to be true. But you know, I've got a, I've got a solar generator downstairs. For my wife's little she shed, in case we need to bug out to the she shed, I've got uh, Patriot supplies downstairs that I have. I have potable water, all of these things, and I'm like, what happens if things go south like it did a couple years ago when you couldn't find toilet paper or bread or meat in the store or whatever, whatever, or the supply chain was broken? And what you guys are doing, I think, is incredibly important. So I want to thank you for coming on the show today and, and telling us about it. Here's the website if you would like to get the code to save 10%. You can use my Yeah, my name's actually worth something. I know. Normally, it's not worth a dime. Anyway, go to twc.health. Okay? It's twc.health.com, twc.health slash Carson, and get on it. It'll arrive in a couple of days. You'll go through this simple medical questionnaire, and it's something you can have. It's something you don't have to worry about. It's something you don't have to worry about. Your your CVS or your, or your Rite Aid or whatever down the street or your Dwayne Reed, if you're in New York, shutting down. You'll have these meds, at least have these meds on hand, twc.health slash Carson and Peter Galuli. I appreciate your time today. Thank you so much, Rob. All right. You have a blessed weekend, sir, and, and best, of, uh, best of luck to you, okay? God bless. All right. Let's take a break. Uh, let's take a, well, now, not take a break yet. I'm not ready to take a break. I'm not done talking. You can't stop me. <laughs> yeah. What do I want to do here? I've got a lot of stuff here. I don't think I really want to go serious. Do I really want to go serious? We got about another uh, 15 minutes of the show. I don't know if I'm going to go serious. I do want to mention this because I promised you I was going to talk about it. Quarter of voters say America is badly, so badly off track that patriots may have to use violence to save the country. Patriots may have to. And then the, the rest of the headline, as millions embrace QAnon and fear democracy will die in 2024. So they're setting up any resistance you have to the bullcrap that's happening in our country that they were successfully able to shut down for three years. Uh, Patriots will defend themselves. That's all you need to worry about there. If you attack them, us, then we're going to kick your ass. If you decide to return the country to where it belongs, we'll get along famously. So nearly a quarter of Americans now say the country has gone so far off the rails that patriots may have to resort to violence. Polling from the Public Religion Research Institute also shows that millions of Americans have embraced QAnon ideas. No, they haven't. Nobody even knows what QAnon is. And that voters overwhelmingly believe that next year's election could bring the end of democracy. A lot of people do. They see it. They know it. They know it. They know that if Democrats are able to steal this election, it's over. And, and, and it's going to be no telling. No telling. I'm, I'm telling you guys. 
We should be deeply concerned about the growing number of Americans who express openness to political violence. No, 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 no. Uh, openness to defending themselves at all costs. Hell yeah. Absolutely. That's not QAnon. That's patriotism. That's how the country was founded. Thought you should know. Early 2020, 15% agreed with the statement that because things have gotten so far off track, true patriots may need to resort to violence to save the country. That's not QAnon. That's what you do when you're being overtaken. That's what you're being, that's what you're being, that's what you do when you react to an open border. That's what you do when you react to 100,000 people dying a year of fentanyl poisoning because of China. That's how you react to a Chinese spy balloon hovering across our country unencumbered. That's how you react to $120 billion of our money going to a, a, a war against Russia and Ukraine. We are not behind. Do you understand? That's just survival. Uh, against the backtrack, an overwhelming majority, 75% of Americans worry that the future of U.S. democracy is at stake in the 2024 presidential vote. 75% worried that this is it. It's not QAnon. 84% of Democrats are concerned about representative government coming unstuck, and so do 77% of Republicans for different reasons. Yeah? And by the way, Democrats are down with this too. There are Democrats who are also agree. 23% agreed with increases among both Republicans and Democrats, white evangelical Protestants, and people who believe Trump won the 2020 election are more likely to endorse violence than others. Now, you know, it's just defense. It's defense. We are not violent people. The left is always violent. Our violence would never be, you know, like Hamas invading Israel. Ours would be the retaliation, and ours would be the defense of ourselves and our country. So there you go. All right, we're going to take a break. Come back. On the other side, I have a story. I have the most cringeworthy story you could ever imagine. A story that is so unbelievable, my wife had a two-word response to it this morning when I told her, and one of the words I can't say on the air. That's coming up, and this is The Rob Carson Show. This is the Rob Carson Show, and uh, Gavin Newsom, by the way, went to China. I didn't know if you knew that. He is the Neville Chamberlain of uh, California, in case you wanted to know. He is, yeah, he's the uh, Neville Chamberlain of California. He is uh, uh, there to uh, talk about green energy. He says it's an existential crisis. Uh, even though it is not an existential crisis. Uh, what he is doing, by the way, is, uh, I think, begging for campaign cash, among other things, and securing deals for green energy. This is Jim Gossett's take. Hi, Gavin. Gossett's so high. Six bucks a gallon or more. Californians have to pay. Oh, Thank Gavin. Sacre blue. And wave bye-bye. Mared. As more people leave his state every day. <laughs> Gavin went to China, made his way there. Californians wish that he would stay there. He's lining his pockets. Dark Benzoil. And his donors. For Gavin's hair. <laughs> he oils it every day and every night. You know it's true. Without grease, he would have no hairdo. They should uh, frack his head. Dark Benzoil. <laughs> that sounded weird. Dark Mobile. Frack his head. 
Thank Castro for Gavin's hair. That is fantastic. Okay, time for the cringeworthy story I told my wife about this this morning. And she said, bleep something or other. It was real when I told her. So listen to this. 64-year-old woman from uh, Taiwan, not named, went to a hospital. You know, you ever heard tinnitus in your ears or something? She had something going on in her ears. Uh, there were these uh, symptoms which became unbearable, left her unable to sleep. Doctors found that uh, they were looking in her ears, and she said she kept hearing this rustling noises, these rustling noises. And one morning she woke up and she said, I can't take it anymore. I can't take it anymore. And she goes to the doctor, and the doctor looks in the ear and goes, oh, oh. Yeah, there's a spider living in there, and the baby's just hatched. Okay, let me say that again. Um, there's a spider in there, and the baby's just hatched. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's what made my wife. That's what made my wife go, bleep the bleep, and, and, uh, and then said, why did you tell me that? Anyway, they were able to... Uh, Get them out. Uh, uh, previously, you know, things would get in there like uh, tiny ants, cockroaches, moths, and mosquitoes. Uh, found out that she had a, uh, a, a spider living in there with little babies, and they used a suction device called a canola, which actually got the, uh, got the spiders out of there. I think this was a new uh, possibility for Orkin. You know, when you have the Orkin people come out, just give me a shot in either ear. Would you mind that? Yeah. I wanted to share that. I had to share that today. That's a story I had to share today because it's so bizarre. Um, by the way, my TV show is this weekend on Newsmax. It is called Rob Carson's What in the World. Uh, if you've had a hard time laughing the last few months or years, I promise you, you're going to laugh at the show. You will laugh at the content of the show. I write it intentionally funny. I improvise all the video clips, and and we're able to make it funny. It's uh, Donald Trump says I'm the funniest man on TV. It runs three times over the weekend, Saturday night, Sunday, and Monday morning. That's when Donald Trump watches. Uh, you don't have to be a Trump fan to watch it, but if you'd like details on the show, Rob Carson's What in the World... Just go to NewsmaxTV.com. That is uh, NewsmaxTV.com. Let's take a break, come back, wrap things up. This is The Rob Carson Show. All right, guys, have a glorious uh, weekend. Go to TWC.health slash Carson for your emergency medical kit. God bless Israel. God bless America. God bleep the leftists of this country. And until Monday, don't catch the stupid. Go Ravens, go Chiefs. I'll see you then.